Good morning, good evening, good night. How is everybody doing out there? This is Gilmy again, and this is another episode of Talking with Tom. I am going to say first off, congratulations, sir, on baby number three. Hope everybody, hope she is happy, healthy, and sleeps like crazy, crazy amounts. Good for you. Yes, baby Scarlet is home and doing well, enjoying the just over 2.3 kids, keeping the status quo alive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gotta do my part for society, you know. And then one more, you can uh, catch up with uh, me, and then we can change the name the name, name, name of the podcast to uh, Two Dads, Eight Kids. No, sir. Uh, I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm bowing out. Uh, May 6th is the date. <laughs> Uh, are you seeing Doctor uh, Doctor Bladders? No, I gotta go. He's he's too lined up, unfortunately. So I gotta go to Strathroy. Gotta go to town. But right. uh, I'm a stallion. I need contained. You know. Oh yeah, I know. Snip snip. It's all good. That's right. <laughs> because uh, when you're uh, when when you're both young viral men like us. <laughs> <laughs> I I couldn't even, even even get the fucking sentence out, but two, we're two out of three oldest, anyway. Two out of three. Older. Oh yeah, and once again on a podcast, I am drinking, so it's a it's a it's a great. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My testicles getting chopped up. I knew we we're going to be a subject of discussion. <laughs> oh yes, because uh, as as you know, we don't really hold a whole lot back here, and we just. Shoot the shit and have we, a have a have a fun. We knew the snippy snippy jokes are going to be the subject of many many upcoming discussions. <laughs> oh yes, because I have had it done and it smells like burnt hot dogs. Oh, it's, he! It's, I I actually made Tom recoil for the first time in like four years. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to smell like burnt foot log in my case, but uh, but uncle. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but right, now that we scarred our listeners thoroughly. <laughs> But they're they're used to this shit. Uh, but once again, thank you very much to uh, new countries. Since <clears throat> the last time we recorded, Uruguay, we have uh, Chile again is downloading again from South America, as well as Brazil is. We are getting a lot of downloads in Brazil right now. Like they're our number three country right now. It's kind of crazy. And uh, Europe is is going again, and also those crazy Russians and Ukrainians are loving the only talk. So keep down loading, guys, and I'll keep uh, putting out the uh, out the shows. I will uh, work to get some more international events. We're pretty light this month, but uh, I think we're fucking light every every yeah. this month. What's to be done about that? You know, quarantine, COVID, lockdowns, We're zombies. Upset. You know, yeah. Words that in 2019 we didn't use. Yeah. But, uh, it is December 2020. We are almost there, you know. Merry fucking Christmas. Uh, and if you're listening to this, go back and download the Gilman Talks Christmas special. 25 guests, lots of the, lots of the clips. And, yeah, Tom will, will eventually listen. He's been very, very busy as of, the, as of late. I have been. It's been a real uh, circle of life kind of week. We had a we had a birth. We had a death. We had some health and sickness. It's like friggin' Mufasa is gonna start talking to the clouds here any day now. <laughs> well, did you hold the baby up up 
up into the sky on some kind of larger, larger, large rock where you film all those uh, promos yet? Or I did it to the window in the <laughs> hospital room. Like I do go full Lion King with all my kids uh, and my brother's child as well. <laughs> Which is hilarious, because my sister-in-law was unaware that this was a family tradition for me to do this. Yep. Because uh, if anyone looks like Rafiki in our family, it is me. So... <laughs> oh, God, I see it now. Um, <laughs> the past can hurt. Oh, God. <laughs> you can't unhear it now. Oh, um, and also, you have not seen this crazy-ass shit yet in, in a while. Oh, shag. You, yeah. you got pretty luxurious going today. Like, you conditioned it, like... Actually, Justin, I just you, you I can't just, see it. Justin had like a little bit of Fabio moment there. Like he talked, he took the hair off and it tumbled out. It's pretty, it's pretty flowing today. It's actually not as bad as he's making it sound out. He's no. definitely conditioned it. And um, I am using the red shampoo in the shower because I'm blind and I know what the red one is shampoo. That's how I I bathe as a forty year old man. I try not to fall down in the shower. That's about it. Yeah, but. Back to the to wrestling. Yes, um, bit of a strange month wrestling. Um, nice to see AEW still going. Uh, always place controversy. Some people like it, some people don't. But it is fantastic to see a major alternative out there. Uh, Ring of Honor and NWA starting to kind of get rolling again with some of their shows as well, making the adjustments to COVID and etc. Um, Dan Housen winning a contract. Yes, That's Ring amazing. of Honor final battle just happening. I don't have a lot of notes because it just happened this yeah. weekend. But uh, and the aforementioned, you know, life and death stuff. But yeah, Dan Housen, local independent to the area, fantastic to see another guy like that breaking through, making it into a national TV platform. Uh, always exactly the kind of see, the kind of thing we love to see here. Um, and I'm not going to do a Dan Housen in that profession right there now because I would do it very badly. So go check out his Twitter Twitter account, guys, because it is, I'll be honest, it's fucking funny. <laughs> the dude is awesome. He is fantastically entertaining. Finally getting around catching up on a little bit of wrestling these days. Um, finally did get around to watching SmackDown and the Thunderdome. I have not seen the Thunderdome, I'm aware it's been out for a while, I don't shit on WWE, I just don't watch two and three hour programs a lot of time, because I don't watch TV for two and three hours at a time ever, usually. Because you're like me, and you get twitchy after the first hour. Yes, but I uh, had some time, checked it out, uh, it really reminded me of being in, like, No Mercy for the old Nintendo 64. The, the, the digital fans very much remind me of that. It's a very cool, but very odd sensation. Um, I still prefer the NXT setup where they have the Thunderdome kind of in the back, or whatever, I don't think it's called Thunderdome on NXT, yeah. but the virtual fans on the top, and then they have some actual live people separated in pods, whatever, cages, whatever we call it these days. Yeah. Here. Virus it's, pocket. <clears throat> now, can we, the, call, can we call coin virus pocket? Copyright on Gilmy Talks, virus pocket. I, I do like that word. Pods just sound so much cooler and misleading to what they are. Yep. <laughs> but uh, for the visual spectacle, I think the NXT setup right now is probably the coolest of all the brands. Um, NXT, I'm not a huge fan of the regular WWE shows, but I do like NXT. Uh, yeah. 
especially NXT UK, it's my go-to. Uh, it's only an hour, so it's a good, solid, and they got a lot more of that British-style wrestling. And I know you're a huge fan of Chain. Yes. Uh, chain wrestling, old-school wrestling, if you want to want to follow that, but I don't think Chain wrestling is old-school wrestling, but... No, that's just wrestling. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else forgot that. Yep. Oh, something. Jim Cornette's going to show up now. You goddamn fucking kids. Doing the goddamn fucking die after the ring. And, and then I'll, I'll be like, hey, you want to get Wendy's? Yeah. <laughs> and then they'll be all the Wendy's guy. Oh, yeah. Um, I did notice uh, Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley had a killer main event. It was actually back in November now. Uh, anybody wants to get the chance, go back and check it out. It was November 18th episode of NXT, the main event of Rhea Ripley versus Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship. It was brutal. Uh, Ripley even gets busted open in her ear and stuff. Gets her ear torn open pretty good. Uh, really amazing match. I'm actually surprised they did not stop stop the match. I wish, but it was good. Really but, good. Uh, just uh, like, uh, better, I know a lot of people were not happy with the War Games. I, I haven't seen the whole match. It did look very spot heavy. Uh, yeah. Also, my my viewpoint of it might be skewed because the stuff most of the stuff I saw was from Botchmania. But once again, that kind of says something in itself, and that most of the stuff I saw from the pay per view was on Botchmania. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, just gonna say, uh, C Blackheart did not have her best night. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we have our favorites and we have our least favorites. Let's just say. Alright. Anyway, jumping yeah. to the complete opposite side of the world. Uh, Super J Cup just finishing up El Phantasmo with kind of a shocking yet not too shocking. I think a lot of people, my brother predicted that. I think you did too. No, I did Chris uh, Bay. Oh, yeah, you Chris Bay. Yeah, my brother had predicted Phantasmo. That was and pretty good at this. Yes, no. Uh, your brother's really good at uh, picking winners, even though even when they don't make sense. He called Bushi, too, for the Yeah, which G1. I did not see happening two years straight. No. There's no way they're going to do that. And they did, because he he killed it the, the entire... Yeah. But uh, Super Jacob, long time... Big draw and a big time coming together of international middleweights, junior heavyweights, cruiserweights, X division, whatever you want to call the normal size athletes. <laughs> They're the, I'd say, Super J Cup guys are 205. Yeah. Around there. Um, yeah, anybody, I think it's actually anybody or 245 pounds. Oh. Um, but other such notable winners, including Jushin Thunder Liger. I'm drawing a blank. I'm trying to not say Chris Benoit. <laughs> the Pegasus Kid! The Pegasus Kid won it. He did. And they haven't uh, scrapped that from the records because it's the Pegasus Kid, not Chris Benoit. But yeah, always big. Osmo Dragon, uh, Eddie Guerrero became very famous early on as Black Tiger in the Super J Tournament. Uh, Dean Malenko made some solid appearances there over the years. So always a huge draw. And a big attraction every year. Wrestling. Didn't, uh, didn't you? Jericho have one as the wearing a mask. Was that the Super Jacob? He was in as Lionheart. Yeah. Uh, 
didn't win it, but once again made a really big showing. Often just being Daniel Bryan. There's the one I was trying to yep. draw a blank on because oh, yeah. he was Brian Danielson. Yeah, I was drawing a blank. I was like, it wasn't Daniel Bryan. It was Daniel Bryan. He was Brian Danielson. Actually, that was kind of what put him on the map was winning the Super J Cup. And low-key as well, uh, big time, got put on the map because of Super J. Oh, yeah. Uh, and low-key is... I'm very surprised that low-key never, never has, has really had a huge run. Like, he was in uh, Impact for, for, for a little there, but... Loki's one of those, I don't, I'm not, you know, shitting on anybody, but he's one of those guys who's just too fucking deadly. He's like Dave Schultz or Dr. Death, like he's, you know, Road Warrior Hawk. Like he's just yeah. 150 fucking percent, and it's super believable because he will fuck your shit up. And, and he's legit. Like, I remember there's the Ring of Honor clip out there where he knocks the guy out the first fucking move of the match with a deadly-ass wheel kick. It is. And just somebody, anybody who can wrestle, like, anybody who's familiar with his professional gimmick lately, like, he looks like Hitman, and he looks like he's there to kill you, like... Because he is. And he's wrestling a, like, dress outfit and not dying of sweater overheating from that, and... Like, he's barely breaking his sweat in a white dress shirt. Yeah, like, he's just a phenomenal specimen of an athlete, and probably a really deadly person if you piss him off, I would imagine. I would not piss that man off. I would say, oh, sir, you want my car. Here's the, uh, here's the keys. Would you like me to vacuum it first? Um, yeah, he's that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. I remember I met Homicide one time at a PWA show, and he, uh, Homicide and Eddie Kingston were on a tour through. Eddie Kingston was hilarious. Great, tough, tough dude, but, like, very entertaining to be around. Very entertaining. Great to all the... He was really great to us local guys, too. He wasn't like, oh, I'm a, you know, I'm a big star. I don't... He was very hospitable and hilarious to be around. As, I'm pretty sure he beat the shit out of Eric Kearney, but... Because <laughs> they were wrestling, but... Uh, to the rest of us, he was great. And him and Homicide. And Homicide, like, there was nothing he did. But he just had this aura. Like, he was just going to fuck you right up if you just even looked at him the wrong way. Like, he was super polite. Like, I came up to him. Nice to meet you, sir. You know, he's like, hi, I'm, you know, not going to drop his real name. But, you know, super nice to me. Like, offered to show him where the dressing room was and stuff. And he, he was great. But you could just tell, like, he could fucking shank you in a heartbeat. <laughs> it, he's one of those guys that you would just be like, I want to stay on this gentleman's good side. And also to follow it up, he, man, he wrestled Joey Allen that night, and he Joey up with a fork bat that night. I've never mopped up so much blood in my life that it wasn't a murder scene. Like, yep. <laughs> it took me legit, I have a picture somewhere of a bucket of blood I mopped off the floor. It took me a solid 45 minutes to mop the ringside, somehow there's blood under the ring, around the ring, all the way to the locker room. <laughs> Just the carnage that was there. Yeah. It was a long cleanup after the show that night. You know? Now, who bled more? Joey Allen that night, or when Amato was versus Masaki? Ooh. Because I know both matches, I've seen photos. One, I was there live. The other one, I just saw the video and the footage and, and, and everything. But 
That's tough to call because it was tough to tell <laughs> when, when Jesse destroyed the carpet because he bled all over. It's tough to tell because like, I don't remember. I remember Jesse vividly just arterial bleeding squirting from his forehead and some girl in front of us shrieking and horrified and going ew, ew, ew to the same rhythm that was squirting out of poor Jesse's head. And then there's, then there's me who just got closer and closer to the ring. Yeah. Because there were no barriers. There was no, no security on that show. Well, that, was out of, that match was out of hand. I remember... Mm-hmm. Like, that, like, a... Masada had been doing, like, five to ten years if that had not... For, like, six felonies if that had not been inside of, or near a wrestling ring. I would say inside. It definitely wasn't inside, but in the vicinity of a wrestling ring. Yeah, it was in, inside doing mostly, um, but he did throw him, throw him off off the balcony. Through, yeah, through a table. I remember being on the ground right beside, almost like I wasn't like almost underneath, but it was like a good six feet from where it happened, and not even looking directly at it because I didn't believe for a heartbeat they were actually gonna, gonna throw poor Jesse off. Like I'm like they're probably up there, and I was like Jesus Christ, I actually threw him off of there, and. <clears throat> when I did the interview interview Jesse, he's like, "That hurt. I'll admit that didn't. It, but that didn't feel good. But what hurt more was the brain buster after when he propped the table up against the wall and just threw me into a wall." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. And then the oh man, the tie like death match, like yep. Yeah, I remember Masada just like. I've seen Masada twice now, and both times I'm just, like, terrified by the concept of ever having to face that man in the ring because of what he did to people. I'm like, maybe it's not so bad that I'm not working main tonight, you know. I will, I'll jerk that curtain after all, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it means I don't have to get punched in the face with glass, or... Uh, the other time was at the No Limit show. I was the same thing, I was pre-show that night. That was the night he put skewers into Poofkin and Matt Cash's spine. Like the base of his spine, dude. Right at the... I was just like... Oh, oh. Like, not your forehead. The base of your spine. There's the most possible mm-hmm. nerves. Yep. And Masada is coming back to wrestling. And he's having a match against uh, Atticus Cougar. Who has literally called Masada out of retirement. Why? To kill him. And then he jumps Masada with Ricky Shane, Shane Page and does a promo over top of Masada with a boot to Masada's neck. Do you think there's not going to be payback? <laughs> Sometimes I don't know Masada's like. He's, I don't know, man. I guess fucking Page. <laughs> that's not anything to do with that guy. Green. He's one of those few guys where I'm like, I gotta say, every time I've talked to him, nice guy. Oh, yeah, like, you talk to him outside the race. He is a nice dude. And then the switch flips, and he's one of those guys that might rethink my career if I had to wrestle. Like, I mean, you know what, bud? I think I'm just gonna... We're <laughs> just gonna hang the up tonight. One of those, and... Because he is kind of, kind of a kind of a badass, too. Yeah. All right. Um, so, New Japan back and rolling. Obviously, the road to Wrestle Kingdom coming up. Always fantastic. I mean, exciting shows coming up there from New Japan. 
Um, over here, not a whole lot going on for the rest of December, but we're going to float through a few. We are, of course, going to talk about our good friends over at Go Hard Pro, uh, putting on a fantastic holiday special. Studio show can be available for free to everyone on YouTube Christmas Eve at 7 p.m. Featuring some fantastic independent wrestlers. Shane Saber, Gabriel Fuerza, Vaughn Vertigo, Jody Threats. They have Alexia Nicole. They have Trump. They Pretty have Ricky. The list goes on and on. Uh, fantastic event. Oh, wait, I can't forget Wade. Oh, yes, the Wonder Wade Allen, of course. Uh, quick shout out to Wade, new PWO internet champion, saving the internet. Congrats, buddy. Keep it shiny for me, Wade. <laughs> uh, but yes, Go Hard Pro, Christmas Eve, 7 p.m., free on YouTube. Definitely want to check that one out. And if you are listening to this show, you will most likely be checking that out because it's A, free, and. We're in a lockdown Christmas now, so you, you can't leave your house, so just go on uh, YouTube at 7. That's right. Nobody sings fucking, fucking, uh, carols any, anymore, right? I don't know, but it'd be weird if they were, I think. Yeah. I confuse people. Oh, yeah, I just, yeah. A <laughs> uh, couple things to trickle out the rest of the year though. Monday the 28th 7pm the Wrestling Virtual Signing Series presents WWE Hall of Famer Coco Beware live via Facebook. Saturday the only only two live events we got going but once again different areas, COVID rules don't come at me with that stuff. Uh, January 2nd unfortunately yeah nothing else the rest of this year but next year you got stuff to look forward to. <laughs> Uh, January 2nd, 7pm, War Wrestling presents Respect the Revolution from the Empowered Sports Center in Lima, Ohio, and Saturday night at 8pm, ICW presents No Hold Barred, Volume 9, in Port Ricci, Florida. And one more virtual event to check you out for those of us who will be stuck in lockdown, Monday, January the 11th at 7pm, once again, Hall of Famer, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, will be doing a virtual signing, so via Facebook Live, so check that one out. Uh, and a lot of those events, it's not, it's an interactive Q&A, you can get items signed still. Uh, your own custom items, you just have to do an event. All the events have their own separate deadlines to mail in items to get signed, but you still can get your personalized autographs and personalized memorabilia signed in these events. Uh, one last thing I'm going to plug out in the ring, a uh, documentary featuring my trainer and many other athletes in the wrestling, both major and independents, including AEW Sunny Kiss. Uh, documentary soon, hopefully coming to Netflix next year. Uh, looking to finish up crowdfunding. They have some fantastic gift packages for those who do donate. Uh, check that out at Facebook, Out in the Ring, or hcpsgogetfunding.com slash let's rumble, score rumble slash completion funding dash round dash four dash lgbtq dash pro dash wrestling dash documentary dash out dash in dash in the ring all right i'm i'm gonna get tom to send that to me yeah that was a lot of dashes i know (laughs) 
I don't make the links, okay, people? Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm just watching him go and go, and I'm like, is 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 this a rib? Am I supposed to stop him at some point? No, it's actually a two-page <laughs> link. So he will he will text he, he'll text text me the link. So I I I'll just put it in the show just, uh, description, guys. But uh, fantastic documentary about openly gay wrestlers in professional wrestling, including many friends of Gilmy Tox. Yeah, uh, Jamie Senegal also featured in that as well. So check it out. Uh, once again, many gifts available. Autograph posters from Sunny Kiss. Uh, gift cards, pins, and much other swag. You say these names, I believe. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're hip kids. Uh, I sound like a narc truck city. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, definitely check that out. Uh, fantastic prizes. Deadline for crowdfunding is December 31st, so please do donate. As little as $20 gets you a bonus gift, so and any donation will be appreciated. And thanks for, uh, for, for, for putting in all the, all, the, all the work with your busy, busy life, life this, uh, this uh, month. Well, you know, I'm awake at night, so let's just do something. <laughs> um, but yeah, stay safe out there, everybody. I know it's been a crazy fucking year. Yeah, uh, uh, let's call a spade a spade. It's a crazy fucking year. Yeah, um, politics, you know, beliefs aside, uh, stay safe, take care of each other, and stay healthy and sane, and we will see you in the new year. Bye, guys.